right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Kill Your Internet podcast. This is episode 12, and the moment that I've been waiting for is finally here. I've I've gotten Erica G. Ruiz on the podcast. Erica, say what's up, everybody. Hey, guys. I hope everyone's doing well. (laughs) I don't know if you can tell by the video here, but Erica is a bit of a nervous wreck. Yeah, I don't I don't like doing these kind of things. Erica, who is a vocalist, is like, I don't like I don't like to be recorded. It's kind of, it's just weird to me. I don't know. No, it's not I just don't <laughs> I'm an introvert, so these kind of things I get nervous. I'll be up at like three AM being like, Did I say anything like weird or you yeah, know what I, I mean? Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Parts of every podcast where like there's a joke thrown around and then I go back later and I'm like uh, I'm gonna delete that, like, and then I, I like tell like Jimmy or Eric or something. They'll be like, "Oh, you pussy," and I'll be like, "Dude, look, I just, I, I don't, want, I don't want that problem. I don't want that smoke." Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have been wanting. We've done every other member of the band except for Erica, and I finally got her on. And all it took was a global pandemic and her being locked inside her house to do it. Yeah, and even then I was like, oh, I don't know, I got stuff to do. And then I was like, uh, okay, you're gonna ask me I, every day. I am because I. Agree. <laughs> I'm a lot like Dwight Schrute. List three things about yourself. Insatiable. (laughs) (laughs) Alpha male. Jackhammer. That's usually how I like to think of myself. But Erica, tell people what you've been doing. How was quarantine? Um, You're booed up, so it's not terrible. What's that? You're booed up, so it's not terrible. Yeah, it's actually, it's been an interesting trial run for Shane and I. Like, because we've basically been, like, living together at my place so it's been, and my place is not that big. And I think we've been. It's cute though. It is super cute. I love Erica's. <laughs> it's funny. If you look at the, so there was after South by Southwest last year, we did this run of like, uh, like promo pictures. And if you look the back, Erica's <laughs> wall is actually, we moved all of her furniture and used her exposed brick wall, which actually turned out to be great. Yeah. 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 I love my little place. Um, well, but we've actually, it's been. It's been good. We've gotten a couple of fights, but actually really not anything major. You know, like the normal, like, he sets an alarm. I don't know why he does this. He sets an alarm, like, at 7, like, thinking he's going to get awake. And mind you, he doesn't go to bed until 4, and he gets up around, like, 2.33. So he'll set it, and instead of just, like, shutting the alarm off, it'll go off every, like, 15 or so minutes, and then he'll finally shut that alarm. But then he has another alarm set, and then he won't hear it. He won't actually hear the alarm. So for, like... A good three hours, it'll just be randomly sparse of like this annoying alarm sound oh, and man, me yelling like, "Shut your fucking alarm off!" Fucking crazy. That's I usually just go for a walk. That's usually where I'm like, I'm just gonna go for like a three hour walk. And I mean, dude, that's what you gotta do. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Me and Dana have been locked in the same house, and this is coming from two people who legitimately mm-hmm. see each other for like an hour a day. We like legitimately cross paths when we're like doing, or like I see her. You when have I'm to going. do that. You have to do that because I, I think feel... that's, if people ever ask, I'm the last person on earth to ask for relationship advice because it's an anomaly what, what has gone on in my life. Yeah. But if I had one piece of advice relationship wise to those listening out there, uh, I don't know if you want my advice, but if you do, don't be <laughs> dependent. Like you got to be co. You got to have your own thing going on. You have to be co-independent. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to wind up clawing each other's eyes out. I mean, they'd have been great. Uh, yeah, yeah. She, it, I told you that upstairs office room doubles as a studio, and at five o'clock it's a high five, and we switch out. So yeah, <laughs> she, she's pulling double time today. I'm in the big comfy chair downstairs. So yeah. Erica, can I tell you something? What's up? I love you. 
Love you too. There I don't know where it. to look. Should I look at the camera? Do I look? Yeah, you look wherever you want. I'm, All right, I'm cool with that. Oh. All right, so I'm like, ooh, like wandering right, around here. Nothing would be creepier than if you just stared directly. <laughs> <at you. laughs> that it's reminded me of that that one uh, TV performance. <laughs> oh god. It's like straight on. <laughs> I think this is the podcast where you just like realize how completely lame I am. Um, <laughs> like you were like, what have you been doing for like quarantine? And literally I've been going on like eight mile walks a day. Um, I'm signing up for a couple courses on Coursera. I've been re- trying to read. I've been like not doing great at that. I've been like surfing Reddit <laughs> is like mainly, but I have been practicing guitar. I've been like, that's just, that's like the funny thing about going from like limited time to all of this time and okay, like balancing like that, like I should feel like every day where I'm like, I should accomplish these things. I should be doing this. And then, and like balancing being like, it's okay to just like have a day where I watch like shitty movies and chill. I've you know had, what I mean? Uh, I, What's well, that? well, you're insane. Yeah, I, you know, you're not a normal human. This was originally my worst nightmare. Like this situation <laughs> was my fucking worst nightmare. I think the first two weeks I said to Dana every day, this is my fucking nightmare. Yeah. And then, but then I you adapt. You know, you figure out how to get work done. It's been a positive, to be completely honest. Yeah. I've never seen us as a band work the way that we're currently working in how fervently everybody is attacking their job in these demo, this yeah. demo process. And we'll get to that later. We still have to get through the bullshit part of the podcast here, Erica. <laughs> One more thing before we get to our little segment area. Yeah. Elephant in the room. Let's oh, talk God. about it. I, I, no, no, no. This is strictly a me thing. We were talking about it before we came on. I want to give a shout out to all the barbers out there because you're sorely missed. And (laughs) (laughs) if you see my hair, my hair is gorgeous right now, but I'm like one good day away from James Dean and I'm one day with high humidity away from Ryan Cabrera. Like I'm I'm walking a fine fucking line here. My, my shit is wolfed out. And that is a Philly term. I'm wolfing it like crazy. (laughs) Uh, How does it feel not to have to worry about that? Um, I never worry about that. Uh, even without quarantine, what's that? You have fucking hair though. I like I I'm lucky. Like I can just let my I can let it do this, or I can pull it back. Um, but I'm just not like a high maintenance person in general. So yeah, like, it's always so cool though. Like you always have different <laughs> colors or like different lengths. Like you never. Yeah, 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 I'm I'm not attached to my hair. That's for like that's one thing. Like I loved when my hair was long. Um, but it was very easy. Like I went in thinking like, I'm just going to go get my hair trimmed. And when she asked me what I wanted to do, I was like, Oh, just cut it off. Like do what you want. Like, cause it, it's just going to grow back. Like I just don't. It's don't a different know. relationship for guys. I think because there's like, for most dudes, like a ticking time bomb as to when it's all going yeah, away. Yeah. When this gets bad, like I can just pull it back. You know what I mean? Well, I have like. Too, Oh, you've seen my pops. My pop has great hair. My dad has. Yeah, that's yeah. not like, but like for the Jimmys of the world, who is, by the way, can we talk about, <laughs> can we talk about that picture that went up in our group chat the other day of Jimmy with no hair at all, like no facial hair and no hair on top? Yo, this kid puts. Wait, a I want to see if I could show it. Yeah, turn it. It's a <laughs> random picture on. He just drops in the group chat and says, "Hey guys." And it's my man looking like a skin-colored potato. My man legitimately. He really – oh, my God. That's, like, the perfect – Like, no hair up top, no beard. Can you oh, see move it? it a little bit. Move it back a little. Move it back. <laughs> <laughs> he, the thing is, in the light, it's glowing. Uh, so it looks like this, like, egg-shaped – He looks old. like a baby. He's a baby, he Jimmy. He looks like a baby. 
I showed oh. it to Dana and I didn't say anything. And like, I literally think she just stared at the phone for a second. I was like, what is that? <laughs> she, I was like, it's Jimmy. It's Jimmy Boat. Oh my lord! But no, Eric and me, me and uh, this is catching everybody up on kind of where we've all been in this situation. Yeah. But me, Erica, uh, Jimmy, Will, Ken, Eric, Trace, Eric Bogax have been on a constant loop of Skype calls, just fueling my insanity, which is my writing process right now, and. I don't know what the fuck is going on. We're making some absolutely magic shit, and I'm super happy about it. Yeah, I mean, the cool thing and incredibly frustrating thing, because you know me, I'm not tech savvy. Um, this has kind of forced me to to start to learn a little bit of that. And, like, thankfully I have Shane, who's, like, really good. He records yeah. all of his stuff anyway, so he kind of knows how to go about on these different programs. But, like, that's been kind of the cool thing is, like, learning how to record my vocals and, like, what do I need to do to play around with, like, effects and what do, like, what do these different things mean? And Save this because that's our conversation later in the podcast about the constant need to grow and learn and kind of – I want to share Erica's background and kind of, like, how she got in the band for one (laughs) – my point exactly, and that's kind of like the amazing thing in this whole situation. So we'll get to that later on down the line for our overarching conversation. But okay. let's start out where we always start out, the wildest shit we've seen on the internet today. Um, Erica, I'm going to start with the down stuff and then go to the craziest – actually craziest shit that I've seen on the internet today. Okay. Um, I guess I couldn't start with anything else other than something that had to do with coronavirus and the crazies in the world. Um, yeah. Have you did you see the protests in Florida with the people <laughs> with tactical gear and AK-47s and for some reason brought their guns to a rally to I just I <laughs> oh, I don't get it because it's always like it'll be like a a clip of like people protesting and I, I feel like the numbers aren't as big as we think that they are like I think most people <laughs> respect random crazies yeah, I think most people respect what we're doing, you know, what what is happening and what we need to do. And I've noticed that in Philly. Like, there's definitely people where, in my mind, like, they start walking close to me without a mask. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, you know, to have this, like, the other day on the Wissahickon Trail. I actually called you while I was running down there. And yeah. there was so many motherfuckers without masks. And I got so heated because I was like, yeah. if I don't get to tour next year because you <laughs> motherfuckers can't stay inside, I will yeah. get you. Well, and and I think, too, like, from my understanding, like, I make it, like, when I'm running or walking, like, I have my mask ready, and I'll go through the streets, and I'll, like, I'll be passing, like, I leave, if I can't get around you, the mask is on, but but there's so many people that are just, like, bumping up again, and I'm like, come on, but most people are following what they're supposed to be doing, but you see stuff like the protesters. Well, you can tell people are, are following the rules because you've seen the numbers like yeah like yeah, yeah. In, the, in the like in the beginning of this right when there wasn't as much information it was mostly speculation and projection yeah. uh, we are like like 300 percent under the lowest projection that they were gonna have because i don't yeah. think that they thought that we were gonna like listen and we did and look what happened yeah i think most people in Philly, and there's always going to be people that, that just, like, don't get it. Yeah. But most people have been following the rules. Um, but it's funny, because, like, you see those posts for people protesting, and then it's, like, the next day you see a headline, it was, like, somebody who, like, thought that this was a hoax, like, died of the coronavirus. And you're just like, okay, like, don't you people, like, come on. Come on, man. 
it's like it's like strapping a bunch of steaks to yourself and jumping into a lion pit and then being like, why did that lion eat me? Yeah. I don't get it. And the people that think that this is 5G related. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> I I can't even I can't put it into words. I just don't like. It, this is and actually this leads me like a, a podcast idea I had of just like things that people post on Facebook and believe and don't have any sources and they just like they believe it and they share it and then you can simply like google that information and find out it's false and just be like where did you like get this from like and why anyway oh my god it'd be so fun just because it's mostly gonna be like us making fun of our like parents and stuff and like (laughs) to find their racist aunt and then we go from there (laughs) And then, like, but I thought it'd be cool because you could, like, ba- you could go through, like, how that, like, whole thing started and what the actual Break story the is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's so much stuff. And, like, I have some family that definitely seems to be downplaying everything. But, you know, you just kind of I have laugh. a hard time picturing Larry Zane and Zardales. I actually think my parents have been pretty good about it. But I don't, you know, I don't <laughs> Um, we don't well, talk about that stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to move on. Um, to stay in the same vein, uh, there was a news story today that Vice President Mike Pence showed up to the Mayo Clinic with no mask or gloves on and touched everything. Uh, because he didn't, <laughs> he didn't get mother's approval. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you ever heard that story? You've heard that story that he actually signed when he's, like, talking to his mom or, like, sending an email to his mom. He actually addresses it as, dear mother. Oh, God. I nothing about that is surprising to me. My favorite Mike Pence thing is also the fact that he 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 won't have dinner with women unless his wife is there. Because um, as if like these that women are just like a wiener. Like oh, he's, he's such, just such a, he's a wiener. He's like the definition of a wiener. Could you imagine like being somewhere and being like every girl that you see, you're like, well, I mean, obviously if my wife's not here, she's just gonna like jump on me. Like there's nothing I can do about it. Like I don't. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I don't get that. I just, but it's hard for me to wrap my mind around crazy in that sense. So I don't, that guy's just a wiener. Like I have yeah, nothing to say. See, other than, like, I think, I think, I've affected, I think that we have affected you in a positive way because when we first met each other, I think you would have been like, blah, 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 blah. And now you're, your reaction is he's a wiener. Because <laughs> he's it's so, a wiener. Like it's so over the top. Like it these is. things that the things that are happening with this presidency, that, like, I can't even, I get so worked up about it that I just have to, like, bring it down to one word. Like, what a wiener. Yeah. And you know He's what? the person, actually, like, when he when he orders at a restaurant, like, he probably orders for his wife and goes, and and mother here. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and make sure the steak's well done. See, like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, even in a podcast, because this is a, this podcast necessarily, we, we get into heavier things later. We stay kind of dumb early, but we don't really, like, go overly one way or another. But I love yeah. the fact that when we did have a political conversation, you started it with, he's a wiener. Which he's I think is, you're really gearing well for this, Eric. He, tucks, great job. he tucks his undershirt into his underwear. You know what I mean? He's is that, that he's a, yeah, if you do that, you're a wiener. I don't think I, I don't wear an undershirt, so it doesn't, I don't, I've never. So you're not a wiener, you're fine. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and then last thing. So this is the funny thing. It's actually even funny. This is kind of a sign of the times. But did you see that the government confirmed that aliens are real? What? No. Yeah. They, they share declassified right They share declassified footage of UFOs. Stop. What? I swear to God. How and is this on the front page of Reddit? 
the government did the, the what in in sports world they call the Friday news dump when they drop something shitty on a Friday because everybody's going for the weekend. We're in the middle of a fucking pandemic, and they said, "Oh yeah, by the way, aliens are real," and it's not even the number one news story. Stop. Swear to God. Yeah. Number one trending thing on Twitter right now is UFO. Oh my God, it is. I told you. You thought I was bullshitting you. Well, I know what my evening's gonna look like. <laughs> what's the what's the uh, um, Wait, you Xbox? Oh, do 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 No, do do. Oh my God, what is it? <laughs> was that was that Star Wars? Do 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 do. I've been watching Star Wars, so it very well could be. Oh my God, it's gonna drive me crazy. All right, let's move on to our second segment here. Uh, it's the first question that we ask each other when we see each other. It's the first question we ask people when we first meet them. It's what the fuck have you been listening to? Wait, I'm uh, aliens some more. <laughs> this chick's on the alien on the alien train. Dude. Okay, I'm just saving that article. I'm gonna read that. All right, later. good. Yeah, no, we'll have, a, we'll have a separate Skype for this. <laughs> uh, Erica, do you want to go first for your pick, or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go. I don't mind going first. All so, right, what's your first pick? I have been in this like indie pop dance kind of synthy thing lately okay, i think it really started so when we were at x um, at festival japanese breakfast i was awesome. like blown away fucking dope. the hard tones like everything was perfect so i kind of like really got into them um and then there was this song that was on barry you'll notice i get a lot of my music from like tv shows and movies for sure sync licensing baby is very important <laughs> um but this band, or well, this artist called Class Actress. Okay. Uh, the song the is name. called. Oh, it's great. Song's called uh, Journal of Ardency, and that's actually the name of the EP, and it's uh, amazing. Uh, it was actually in like the first or second episode of Barry. It was the scene oh, really? where like, yeah, where they all go to dance, and she like invites him over to come dance, and he's just watching. And yeah. there's something like, it's really chill, and then they like do this like drop into the chorus where they push the vocals out front. And it's really just like the bass and the like the drum pad in the back. It's such a cool like contrast. I don't know. That song has been like on loop for me. I have a really dope song that I'm gonna send you because where you're at right now, it's a band called The Midnight. And this mm-hmm. is not one of my picks. This is not one of my picks. Uh, but they are my brother sent me them, and it's like 80 straight 80s movie pop. Love but it. it's really fucking great. And I'm gonna send yeah, it over. It. Uh, my first pick actually involves one of the members of the band. Uh, I picked Asher Roth's new album, uh, oh, rapper, yeah. who is very much like kind of running our circle in the back that he got to start at Westchester University, the same place that we did, uh, from Philadelphia. Uh, he has a new album called Flowers on the Weekend, and it's fucking very well produced, very chill, uh, just wraps his ass off. But our William <laughs> Shade played Yay. horns on it. So shout out to Will Asher Shade, shout out to Asher Roth. All right, what's your second pick there? Um, so totally in that same vein, um, my friend Colin actually posted this song on Instagram. Well, he posted one of the band's songs. That's the name of the band is Men I Trust, and it's very oh, similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the album I've been playing definitely on my long walks too, because it's like so easy, to just like zone out to, is um, Uncle Jazz and the song's Dorian. That's my favorite off there. Uh, it's definitely like a. I feel like Mac DeMarco. Like I feel I like it's in that kind of vein. So well, the cool thing about this is too, all these songs get put onto a playlist that we have running. That's called "What the Fuck Have We Been Listening To?" So oh, yeah. we're gonna introduce some people to Men I Trust. Nice. That was a really deep statement. 
<laughs> I read it like that. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what about it? What What is it about it that you dig? Um, I don't know. I'm really bad at describing why I like something. I just, I don't know. I just, it, I think it's just what I needed for right now, especially with like everything going on. It's really calming and like the vocalist just has like a, a sweeter kind of sound. I don't know. It's just, yeah. I can't describe it, but. See, and the thing is what I've needed in this time is incredibly ignorant rap music. So, <laughs> you, you know, always I, need incredibly it's ignorant rap, rap music. Uh, not in that vein at all. My second pick is Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. Hell yeah. So for the first time, because I know, like, God Only Knows and Sloop John B and, like, yeah. uh, like uh, the hits off the record. But uh, when I've been running this past week, I've been picking one classic album and listening to it just to get ideas because of, yeah. Hell yeah. you know, I, what, what made them classic albums. And uh, I, I, dude, what a fucking mindfuck. That album's crazy. Yeah. You just made me think, I was just watching something they talk about, like, the wall of sound. Yeah, that's like the, that kind the, of style, and, and you know I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's it's a matter of I don't know what it was about that record, and the amazing thing is I don't know why they paid their drummer because he didn't do anything. The, 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 there's like no drums on the record, which I did not even realize until the, I listened to it for the first time all the way through. I was yeah. running in the rain, and um, were you standing in the rain? <laughs> oh, you should do a song. Uh, yeah, so Pet Sounds and the mindfuck that that is was my second pick. Eric, go for your nice. side. Um, okay, so I kind of went on a little whole rant here. Um, uh, for third, I'm just going to put Japanese Breakfast, uh, the song Roadhead. Really just the tones in that song. That was like, I think the moment at XPN Fest when I fell in love was during that song and just like them holding out that one riff and mm. it, Oh my God. It just like, it built this whole, like, I don't, uh, it was just like, I felt like I was like in a bubble of sound and it was so perfect. And really so incredible band for one and two, yeah. first well, Philly represent, Philly yeah. represent. Um, her voice is crazy. Oh my God. It's so, it's like so perfect Angelic. for that sound. Yeah. Yeah. And she has such control over it, but I, honestly, it's not even, I just like the guitar tones that she chooses to use and then the synth it was just perfect um so that song i like had that as soon as i heard that song i like on the drive home from mexican fest was like i need to find the song download it and it was like looped what's um, crazy is that's a band that like i'd always heard the name and never dove into the music and yeah same. i'm really glad that i did and yeah. because it's fucking incredible but con- I, I apologize continue well so i went on Cause I know we're talking about like, what are we listening to? But mm-hmm. I feel like I need to also mention that like, <laughs> it's like, that's what I'm venturing into right now. But then I have like my running mix, which is, <laughs> <What's your running laughs> which mix? just gets so weird. Well, right now it's, um, bad, bad, not good. Oh, See so, ya. Good. so good. How um, actually bad, bad, not good. All thanks to Barry. They were playing in one of the like, uh, closing credits, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, this band's See, great." You know how I found that great band? band? What's that? That band. So when I was in college, so this is like 2012, 2013. This was like when I like my freshman sophomore year. Yeah. They used to do jazz covers of famous rap songs, and they used to do a lot of like Tyler the Creator, Odd Future shit, and they yeah, did yeah, yeah. Electric Relaxation by um, Tribe Called Quest, and that's how I fucking found Bad Bad Not Good. Okay. And 
I didn't even know they were still doing shit. So that's fucking awesome. I did not know that you knew who they were. Yeah, I don't know if what they're doing now. The album I've been listening to is like from 2017. Um, but fucking great. Great album. Like great band to drive around to. Oh, man. Um, but Redding, so them, uh, Sia, of course. Lizzo, Doja Cat, Childish Gambino, whose new album I really enjoyed. Really, really weird. Really, really, really good. <laughs> I love it. Great album to run to. Yeah. Uh, Chance, you know, it's bit, it's Britney, bitch. Like, of course, Britney Spears. Britney Spears um, is on your running playlist? Fuck yeah. You got some real girl power on that playlist. You got Doja Cat. You got fucking Britney Spears. You got, oh, you yeah. got the Lizzo's Passion Pit, Kanye, Don't oh. Stop Me Now by Queen, Let's Take go. a Chance on Me by ABBA. Um, I got that song from um, that makes me think of The Office. No, 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 no. Take a Chance on Me made me think of The Office because that's what Andy sings 10 out of 10 on Pitchfork. And the only other yeah. two albums to ever do that were uh, Kid A by Radiohead yeah, and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye. And yeah. in a weird way, I drew kind of like – I, I had those two albums in my head when I was listening to it, and I was like, I get it. It's weird and avant-garde, and there's just these moments of pure brilliance, and it's like, yeah. it's a fucking incredible album. Yeah, and she's always, like, been such an open person in her yeah. lyrics, and as someone who tends to be a little bit more closed off, and you have to, like, bully into doing a podcast with you, uh, I have always, like, admired that about her. But look and how think great you're doing now. Look how fucking great you're doing. I'll never like listen or watch this, just so you know. <laughs> because uh, I'll I'm, I'm just gonna have it blaring every time you walk in the studio. <laughs> every time. Uh, um but yeah, yeah, I just I needed to like give snaps to that album because it's good call. It's awesome. So all right, Let's so what's next? All right, so what's next? So sometimes we'll have questions from fans. We didn't do that this week because I wanted to give a little more time to yeah easing Erica into the podcast world. Um, but what we do have here, we've been doing our coronavirus survival guides, uh, our quarantine survival guides, and kind of like our list, like kind of our Mount Rushmore's of different things. And we have two this week. Uh, we have guilty pleasure movies, because I know Erica is a, a guilty pleasure person. I love bad movies. Me too! Love them to, I, I think that if Shane ever leaves me it's gonna be because I make him watch awful movies and I love them I love them I couldn't even pick a top three like I just had to go like I listed a few and I had like genres of like I was like in general I love these kind of movies yeah so I, we have that we're gonna get right into that and okay. then we also have our Mount Rushmore of TV characters because yeah. I know Erica is uh I trust Erica's opinion on this, but we're going to start with our, our guilty pleasure movies. I'm going to start because you started with music. Okay. All right. So th I'm going to start with, it's a genre, but I picked one movie. I love shitty eighties, cheesy, campy action movies. Yes. But more yes. Than, Sorry. But more, no, it's okay. But more than anything, like I have a weird thing for like eighties Tom Cruise movies because he's a fucking weirdo, right? Yeah. Uh, Top Gun is one of my all time favorite movies. But I didn't pick Top Gun. I didn't pick that because it's still considered like good enough to make a sequel. It didn't take your breath away. I picked Cocktail. How did you How did you miss that pun? <laughs> uh, oh, take my take your breath away yeah. then, from the fucking movie. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I picked Cocktail. cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cocktail risky is business. Risky business. All, all the great outsiders. Tom Cruise yeah. is an outsider for like twenty minutes. 
Um, but I picked Cocktail. It's a shitty movie about Tom Cruise and some Australian guy being bartenders. And he gets somebody <laughs> pregnant. It's a whole thing. It's not a great movie, but it's very oddly a tradition in the Bundy family that me and my brother started about 10 years ago uh, when we were in high school. Um, where on Christmas Eve we watch Cocktail. And we haven't done it the last two years. That's a great tradition. Uh, we It's literally because we came home from – I think we came back from Dana's house and Cocktail was on. And we watched it and we were like, we should do this every fucking year. And then we started doing it and then we stopped doing it. But, <laughs> so I picked Cocktail. I picked shitty Tom Cruise movies. You go with yours. That's a great, great pick. Um, I The first movie I could think of, I really wanted to pick um, Mortal Kombat. But oh I'll just lump that in with like basically all of these movies, like those like Mortal Kombat. Honestly, I loved the Mario Brothers movie. Oh, you like the shitty like video game remake movies? I love I love bad movies. You love um, a nice campy film. I love campy and I love I love horror. Like horror is my favorite. You do love horror. I, like good skit, like a good horror movie, and like the classics, but then See, also just like shitty, like silly horror movies. What's funny is I was gonna pick the category was gonna be horror movies. Oh god, that would have been great. But I'm a pussy and I don't know any horror. Like I don't really watch horror movies, love so it. I love think that. Movies. So what and did I you love pick? like the even just like the cla- like when a baby's uh what is it uh. When a Stranger Calls, God, that movie oh, wow. still scares me. Conjuring, all the screams, all that shit. Um, okay, so my first pick, all Big that. Trouble and Little China. Oh, I, I like that movie. That movie's great. Yeah. It's great. You get, uh, what was it, Kim Kim Cattrall's in that, I think? And that's, that's Kurt that Russell. Up. Is that Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell, Kim Cattrall. Yeah, that movie is amazing. I'm going to be Kurt Russell. The Raiden-looking guy. Uh, what was his name? From Highlander? He's in that. Oh, I forget his name. No, he's not in that. I'm I'm now thinking of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal, m- 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 Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and now I'm just mixing the two. I have to um, say, I love we started, when we were going into this, the, one of the last things I ever expect you to say were the words Mortal Kombat. I don't know why. <laughs> so bad. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to go with my second one. Mm-hmm. And I, is this hard for me to explain? You don't have to explain. I love bad movies. This would be great. <laughs> now, this is kind of a movie, but it, it's more of a genre again. And it's very specific. I picked O.J. Simpson Made in America. It's a documentary. But for some reason, anything involving O.J. Simpson, I watch. Yeah. And it's actually a conversation that me and Dana had. Like that fucking shitty TV show with Q, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. I and it was great. I don't, it was okay. I, I, I loved you know it. What, you know what it is? I can't take David Schwimmer seriously. I, it took, I, yeah, I think he did great in it, but it took me a while to get like, I wanted to be like, Rolls, you know what I mean? But yeah, I, well, I just, thought he was I, good. I love history and it's such a weird historical moment to think that like, one of the most famous human beings alive murdered somebody two people yeah. but it's the the reason why I picked guilty pleasure is because it's been every two weeks there's another one and I just keep fucking watching them and I can't explain why <laughs> what's your two um Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh, oh you're such a weird <laughs> the movie weird. What? That movie's great. That movie is great. Not it's got um not Kiefer Sutherland, his father, Donald Sutherland. 
He's the watcher. And then I can't think of the actress. I did not put together that was Keith or Sutherland's dad. Really? I don't know how. I just that that's news to me. Oh my god. And it has the best like vampire death scene. Like, <laughs> Did you have he, the like, rank? <laughs> yeah, he like he like gets stabbed, but he's like, uh, 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 uh. Like he just drags it out through he the whole thing. Die. And then he finally dies. When he dies, he's like, uh. Like I don't it's so it's so good. Did you watch Chappelle show when it was on? Uh yeah. There's the one scene where it's from the lost episodes where Dave's bodyguard gets shot and he goes, <laughs> he goes, Dave, I finally figured out the secret to life. It's, it's, I'm dead. <laughs> and that's when you said like best death scene. That's what I thought of. Like awful death scenes will elevate my favorite, like a movie's ranking by like 10 points. See, I thought you were. Instantly, what's the movie with Tommy Wiseau? The, the, the fucking room. room. I thought you were going to pick The Room first. It can't be, like, I have an appreciation for those kind of movies, like, or like a sci-fi, like, should you, you know what I mean, kind yeah. of movie. But though, it needs to be a movie that went out to, like, be good and then, like, dropped well, off. You know what I mean? Like, they just couldn't quite get there. Those are the movies that I love. Now, see, my, my third pick. And this was a tough one for me because, like, I like this one that I picked isn't a bad movie, but it says mm-hmm. more about me than anything. Um, I'm a big rom com guy. I you know, love, love rom coms. There are I that's on my list. Romantic comedy, and I mean, I love like a shitty cheesy like it's on TNT on like a Sunday afternoon. I, I just watched what what to expect when expecting and cried two times during it. I picked it's complicated. I love that movie. Oh, it's a fucking great movie. But uh, like I'm saying, uh, Ryan, like Ryan Gosling's character in that movie, what what a hunk, what a stud. Wait, fucking, wait, and it's complicated. Oh shit, no, I'm thinking of Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah, I was like, it's complicated. Is uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep and and John Krasinski and I, yeah, love, see, I love both those movies. I fucking love both those movies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've seen Crazy Stupid Love a hundred times. I've seen. I've seen fucking It's Complicated 8,000 times because it's on TNT every weekend. Alec Baldwin, Steve Martin, great fucking movie. So good. If it's got, like, Meryl Streep in a rom-com or what's the other actress um, from Annie Hall? Oh, uh, Diane Keaton. Not Diane Keaton, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, if it's a Diane Keaton, like, rom-com. Oh, like, maybe, uh, what's the movie with uh, Jack Nicholson? Uh, Yeah, so I'm looking up right now. Is it good as it gets? No, that's a great movie. That's with Helen Hunt. Right. Uh, my God. What's the movie with Jack Nicholson and fucking and Diane Keaton? She needs Counter Reeve. Something's got to give. Something's got to give. That's what That movie's 17 years old. Just wow. you want to feel old. That was um, fucking tricky. But I love those movies. Yeah. Okay, right, so I'm sorry. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So did you say yours? Oh, Crazy Stupid Love. That's Crazy great. Crazy Stupid that's Love. Great. It's complicated. That's my, like, my niche. Yeah. Like, ensemble romantic comedies the holiday you know what i mean like those kind of like cheesy uh love them nice jack black romantic comedy love it cried at that one too um so i'm gonna do a lump of like bad kind of action thriller movies oh Um, i'll love these all i guarantee dante's peak whenever that's on watching it if it's on i'm watching it great 
2012, Daylight with Sylvester Stallone. The other Sylvester Stallone movie where he's like a rock climber in the show. Oh, Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger! I was just going to say, my honorable mention I have written down here was all Stallone action movies. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all terrible. Rambo, fucking, they're all bad, but I I love them. Great. Like, honestly, Daylight, it's great. Um, So any of those kind of like, you know, crappy... 90s I, I like i said like like a nice tbs tnt yeah, like a 2 p.m. movie <laughs> yeah a, a mid-sunday afternoon tnt movie shooter with mark Wahlberg. Into that's it. my shit that's a fucking best yeah. movie love it all right let's get into tv characters okay. uh you go first um bob from bob's burger oh good choice i just love how he because i i do this how he like gives he makes inanimate objects like real in his mind and he gives them voices <laughs> and he talks to them. The best like, part I is just, he's a fucking oh, animated it. character, so like it's all inanimate. But he Eric is like, I like the way he does this. Like it's Yeah, like, but like I like he was like when he talks to like the turkey he's making. Right. Or like he has a little <laughs> song he sings. Also, I just think it's like it's a family like I love that show because it's it's smart writing. Yeah. I love the use of puns. But every character is lovable. Like the family loves. It's not like where you're just like There's watching them that you hate like. each other. Like they love you. They love each other. And that's like Breaking Bad. Ever you hate everybody in Bob's Burgers. You love everybody. Yeah, like they're all just like I don't know. They're all good. So I, I see. Love I was gonna go with the serious one first, but since you went with that, I'm going with my comedy pick. Okay. And this might be a hot take. Dwight okay. Schrute. I you know. I went between him and one of my other picks, and it was and really hard. This is my thing. Yeah. So Dwight is, in a way, a side character at first, right? Yeah. But as the series goes on, they lean on Dwight for everything. And I think, like, the fact that the show, like, he was so committed to that show and so integral and, like, such an interesting character and a fucking weirdo. That I I think that Dwight is because I mean like I could say Jim I could say Pam I could say Michael, uh, but it, yeah. it's just like Dwight he's the most to me, interesting. Yeah, and he's he's a fucking oddball, and I, like, it, we know someone like that. You know what I mean? Like everybody kind maybe not to that extreme, but yeah. like we've all met a Dwight. And I mean he's the most mem- he's the most memorable character on the show. That's yeah. lines. He's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Um, all right, go with your second. Um, I'm gonna go with Noho Hank from Barry. Oh, uh, okay. That man <laughs> wow. needs to be protected at all costs. I will stop watching that show if he's on a party. Yeah, Hank is the is the bald Chechen, right? Oh my god, yes, I'm obsessed with him. So fucking funny. He... I never heard I never referred to him as Noho Hank. He's just Hank. Oh my god. <laughs> when, before I started watching the show, my buddy Brandon was like, You gotta watch this show. There's this fucking bald dude. He's hilarious. He's and... the best part of that show. Easily, especially like season one when he's like, like trying to text Barry in like normal ways. Oh my god! But he's like sending like the confetti. confetti oh, <laughs> that is so fucking funny. Or the part where I don't want to give any spoilers if you haven't watched it. Which if you haven't watched Barry, Barry's watch it. Excellent. excellent, brilliant. Um, but like when he thinks he's gonna like die and he like he's like whoa buddy and then he like immediately throws up i just like there's he's so he's it's so lovable so lovable. yeah yeah for being, for being like a murder for hire guy he's pretty fucking lovable yeah 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 yeah. um so that That'd would be, be that'd be my pick number two yeah. my pick number two is tony soprano 
Um, and I picked him for this reason, because this is a fucking layup pick. It's on every list. But to me, nobody has ever, nobody in TV history had ever portrayed, portrayed a man that way in yeah. a kind of like, I need help on a, on a basis of like mental health and like trying to address things. And like, if you watch the series, always trying to navigate, um, dealing with his emotions and not wanting to look like a pussy in front of his friends or looking like he was like trying to rat anybody out, but just like, he was one of the first truly like emotionally, emotionally complex male characters on TV. And not only that, Gandolfini's fucking hilarious in it. (laughs) <laughs> He's it, it, it just like in a in a weird way I got a lot of the references uh, as fellow Dago, um, but I actually never I, watched that show. So. Oh man! See, the funny thing is, and I'm gonna get shit for this, but I watched the first five seasons like a hundred times, and I've never watched the final season. Ooh, I have a couple shows like that. The Wire is another one for me where I start it and I just never finish it. I know yeah. it's great and all that shit, but I just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Um, go with your third. Man, all you got serious ones. I, I, mine was Ron oh, no, Swanson. No, my third one's not serious. Okay. What is it? Ron no, Swanson. Yeah. Ron, well, I mean, Ron Swanson's a fucking. He's, a, he's a god. I went between him and Michael Scott too, but I just feel like I don't know. Sometimes it's with Michael Scott. Like, there's just some some scenes where I'm like, I can't, like, I can't handle. But that's this his awkwardness. It's no, his... he's so good at it. But oh, I just. I don't you know, know. I feel like it was awkward scene in the series for me, and I'm not counting that's Scott's that's... tots because that's that's on it. Do you know at the beginning of quarantine, Dana made me watch Scott's tots? She was like, "We never watch it," and I was like, "I don't, I don't want to." There's do There's a that. reason. No, yeah, I have reason. woken up at 3 a.m. with that looped, and I know that it's coming on. I shut well, that. I off. do it. I do it all the time. There was one time where, like, legitimately, I started freaking out, searching for the remote. And Dana was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, "Scott's tots is coming on," and we both <laughs> shot up and started looking for it. But it's my, so awkward. You, you know the scene where they have women's appreciation day and they go to the mall and Michael takes everybody to Victoria's secret. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. 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 They all go in Meredith's van. Yeah. And there's a scene where he leans over to Angela and starts like baby talking her about wanting to buy her underwear. And every time that, cause I've, I've seen the outtakes of that too. And literally, uh, Angela is just like, oh my god, fucking stop! And Steve Carell's like, Ew, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, my last pick, I went with Charlie Kelly from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, because, yeah. well, the thing is for me, like Charlie, I like, I've described people that I've either worked in restaurants with or people that I know, like as cartoon characters, and yeah. when I think about certain people, I'm like, they remind me of Charlie Kelly, and like. He's just a fucking crazy person. Like feeding, he eats fucking uh, uh, cat food and like fucking <laughs> puffs glue. And yeah. like he's just an under, he's an underdog. He's a dyslexic underdog. He's a he's a full on rapist. <laughs> he fuck you know what I'm talking about when he orders the milk steak and the lady says, "What do you do for a living?" And he said he's trying to say philanthropist, but he can't say philanthropist, so he says full on rapist. <laughs> he's my, oh. one of my favorite TV characters of all time. Yeah. Uh, did you have any? Brilliant. Did you have any uh, honorable mentions? I guess Michael Scott would be one. Yeah, Michael Scott. I would have dropped Dwight. Um, I would have said Game of Thrones, like a couple actors from that, but that Mike last Fitzgerald season really Fitzgerald. like kind of ruined it for me. Isn't it amazing how nobody gives a shit about the legacy of that show anymore? Yeah, and I, I, mean, I feel I kind of the same way about like How I Met Your Mother. Like I was obsessed with that show, and my towards least the end of it, I was like, really? Least, least favorite show of all time. 
So Ted Mosby such a pussy. Ted Mosby, Ted, Ted Mosby ruined that show for me from the beginning. He's <laughs> Another show that I don't like, Friends. Oh, I love Friends. Never got into it. I love it. Can't do it. It's too. <laughs> I was gonna use the word too white for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so corny. I don't get it. it. It never appealed to me. I mean, you have to remember, too, the show is how many years. I mean, Sign of the Times, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, honorable mention for me, uh, Jax Teller from Sons of Anarchy. Once again, not a good show, but it's me and my brother's show, so it always has a space in my heart. Um, I, I guess for uh, Nick Miller from New Girl will always be a pick for me. I fucking I've love it. An- Never got a new girl. You would love that show. I fucking love I that try, show. I tried to get into it. I just couldn't. I don't know. Uh, Lip oh, Liz Lemon. Yeah, Liz Lemon. Hell yes, Liz Lemon. All-time late old lady crush on Tina Fey. All-time. <laughs> I mean, I mean for age differential-wise. Like, yeah. I got an all-time crush on Tina Fey. Yeah. Um, also, Jenna Fisher. I mean, Pam. Pam, my, my two – like, two of my all-time celebrity crushes are – Season three rivals and it's Rashida Jones and Jenna Fisher. <laughs> I got a weird, I don't know. Zoe Deschanel as well. Fuck, yeah. we're, we're just running down my list now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd be remiss to say Jim because I love Jim. I think Jim's a great fucking character too. And about who's your sleeper, yeah. office, who's your sleeper office character? Oh, um, oh my God. What's his name? Oh my God. Why am I blanking? Hard. You're choking. Oh my God, he's got the best one lines. Creed. Creed. I mean, Creed's the goat. I saw a great tweet that said Creed has the greatest batting average of any office character because every time he comes on the screen, it's a fucking home run. Always. Yeah. All right, so those are our uh, our categories. Erica, can you believe we've gone 50 minutes already? (sighs) No. You're slaying it. You're (laughs) fucking slaying it. Now, that, this is where the conversation gets serious. Now, you're going to watch as a host. I start to twist and get a little more serious because we're going to have a legit in-depth conversation. And I picked you for this conversation because I feel like amongst all of us in the band, you have grown more than any other person. And I mean that in the absolute most complimentary way possible because you've, you've, you've taken a raw talent that is unteachable and molded it into an absolute weapon. And I just want to start the conversation by saying that. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, this is also the part in the podcast where you realize that, like, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> like, at all. Um, no, I definitely, I started, like, I have very limited background in anything musical. Um, I did theater and stuff like that, but, like, Heard. this was really the first venture into that for me. And, you know, I definitely was, like, jumping into the deep end when I started. You know, anything that I was doing. I really didn't even know the difference between an octave and a harmony. Can I ask and, you a question? I've never asked you this before. What's that? Did it seem crazy to be – like, did it just seem like, all right, this fucking, like, 23-year-old idiot is trying to get me to do something? Like, it, it wasn't <laughs> like that? Like, it was – No, I think um, in the beginning it was more like – I have this chance to like, I've always wanted to to sing in a band. I just didn't know how and what to do. And I was like, oh my God, I have this chance to like do something with a band. And it was kind of like each time being like, I need to prove myself so that I'll get asked to sing on more songs and maybe get asked to be in the band. So it was just kind of like showing up and trying to do a really good job and hoping that like at some point this could become, you know, I could join. So, no, I wouldn't say, like, I I felt like I was crazy in the beginning (laughs) more than anything. 
I think the thing for me, like, and, and in moments like this where we're looking back at the very beginning, isn't it funny to think about if you would have told us back then, like, some of the things that we've already, because we haven't hit our peak yet, but, like, some of the things we've already done just to be, like, if we could have, like, been in, like, the basement of Walnut Street and just being, like, oh, by the way, you guys are going to play all these festivals and play yeah. Wells Fargo Center and be on the radio all over the country. Like, it's kind of wild. We never get to think about that. I think about it a lot. I, I mean, don't. I, I don't, I, I think about it when I am feeling like we bad, I don't know. Like oh, I, I think it. about it when I'm feeling like down about myself as an artist or I'm like, there's so like so many talented people and so many da, 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 and I get my head and then I'm like, but we've done so many cool things. And you know, it's like, you have to kind of, I definitely suffer the imposter syndrome. Oh, when, me too. Every you know, fucking day. Yeah. And I know that that's super, super duper common. And it's something that, you know, you have to kind of battle. And so I think like it does help to be like, we're doing cool things. Like part, <laughs> doing I, it. <laughs> part of my thing in this band has always been trying and it's not as necessary anymore to get you to realize how fucking great you are and everything. Like, <laughs> That's been a thing of mine, and I, 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 oh, I, I, you can fucking attest to this that I always tell you how proud I am. I actually said something yesterday to Shane because I have been in like a, a, a little bit of a slump, and um, especially with like trying to learn these music programs and trying to learn guitar and really working on like music theory and like I said, like there was a lot of stuff I, I don't know. You know, I really, really jumped into the deep end. And it's easy, I think, to get frustrated and get discouraged and to compare yourself to other performers. And, you know, I'm a little bit older, so I think I'm always thinking, like, did I miss a window? Am I am I going to be able to learn? We all like, do that. It's just like a loop of these, like, negative thoughts. And um, you, you think, you know, I'm like, am I doing the right thing? And it's just... It has been hard, you know, trying to learn all this stuff and balance, you know, and then battling those thoughts... Yeah. So like whenever I do talk to you and you're like, oh, you know, and you compliment me, I'm like, I actually like really needed to hear that. <laughs> you know, like, I, that, and that's help. not that's not why I, I think like when you're in a situation where like it's odd because I felt like at the beginning I thought I knew more than everybody. I thought I was like miles ahead of everybody else. Yeah. Like and that's like me being completely honest. Like when it was me, you, Fox and Ken. Yeah. And I was like. And then now. I never feel that way anymore. I, I don't, I really don't because I'm, yeah. I'm not, there's one area that I will always have a leg up on most other human beings and it's work ethic. And that's, that's yeah. not, but as far as like, I don't feel like it's like everybody trying to catch up now. I feel like it's like a well-oiled machine. And I think, yeah, like, I, okay. I think this is an instrument, an interesting dichotomy between the two of us of, of, the different things you learn in music because I come from a very musical background. I've been playing guitar since I was eight yeah. and I've always been very involved. But what I need, like what my learning and growth was in kind of like the band aspect and the leadership aspect and kind of like running, running the small business side of it and like learning how to, I don't know, all right, here's another one thing I've learned, and it's how to deal with other people in the band and and treat people as human beings and not just like worker. Like you know what I'm talking. You remember yeah. back in the day, you remember back in the fucking days when if someone was like late or lazy and I would just fucking <laughs> go in my own head. Yeah, I think I think part of it too is like we've all been together for so long now that 
we all know that we're going to show up when it's important and mm-hmm. we're going to do the work and what needs to get done will get done. And mm-hmm. I think there's more faith in everybody. Yes. And I can tell just from where we started to where we are of how much more open with your songwriting process that you've become. That you're is definitely, my number one thing. And that's probably one of my favorite things about you is that you're not a possessive songwriter. Like you're very much like, I wrote this, I love this, like, but you're open to somebody switching things around a little bit yeah. or like throwing an idea. And, and I think that that's just leads to so much growth within our sound. Well, when we, when we were having a, cause we do these Skype calls like every night mm-hmm. to try and finish these songs. Right. And we were, we were speaking about one aspect of one of the songs. And I said, it's not about the individual. It's about what fits the song the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's and that's about, all that fucking matters. Yeah. I and mean, it's very easy to come into, you know, a situation where people get competitive and, you know, especially with two singers and, you know, multiple instruments and guitar player and a sax player and all these things. But between me and you, I've never felt that. I've never felt that like, but maybe in like the beginning, because I really didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I think it's just like everybody finding, everybody finding their role and then everybody trusting that what gets done is for the best for the song. And I, there was a, a, a switch that flipped in my head probably like three years ago when we really kind of took ownership of what we were doing and we started to see better and better results. And today I'm on a flat bowl in, in, in a lot of things because I really yeah. – I'm starting to see the proof in the pudding and I've already done some things that I can't believe that I've done and I just know it's a matter of, of time. Yeah. And, and it's a circumstantial thing. But the one thing that I will say is that – I think in the beginning, your voice intimidated me because it was just this naturally unhinged gift that I don't even think you knew what to do with at the time. And I still don't. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I still but, like, don't to, know what but I think now when I'm writing things, I actually look for, and, and it's actually like something I had a thought today, and it's that I just want to bring the best out of you that we could possibly do. Because yeah. I've always thought in my heart of hearts, that you don't even know how great you are yet. And there's going to come a point in time when you're going to fucking figure that out. And I think the rest of us are fucked because <laughs> when you figure that out, I don't know what, I don't know what to do. Uh-huh. Then it's Erica and the Erica Eds. <laughs> um, I don't know about all that, but I do think like, you know, like, like I said prior, like it is definitely always a little bit of a struggle about like finding less, less so much now, because I can say with confidence, like how I was, how long have I been with the band now? Since seven 20, 2013. Years. So Yeah, so seven years. Yeah. I have definitely learned and grown so much through the process. It's like and, and I and it's kinda like I have to say that sometimes and give myself a little bit like of credit of like what I have learned and how much more vocal I'm letting myself be in the songwriting process and then the foreman, in those elements. Say, we the said foreman. if you if you listen to this podcast at all, whenever we have conversations about the studio, I say, Well then you got fucking Erica, the foreman sitting in the corner on a fucking stool just like rubbing like her it. hand on her chin. Yeah. But you know what, though? That's very important, and I always thank you for that. I I think part of it, too, is, like, learning to trust my taste. Like, I know what I like, and I know what I'm hearing in my head. And even if I don't necessarily have the tool, like, the words or, you know, if it's, like, being, like, a painter, I might not have the color palette yet, but I know what I want to paint. I know what I want to be out there. So it's, like, trying to guide you guys into, like, I have this idea. Like, try this. Um, So I can definitely say, like, I've I've grown, but – 
out of curiosity, like I, I, we don't ever touch on this kind of shit because I don't think it's really the people that we are. But was it something you had to learn and grow into being around this many dudes all the time? <laughs> um, honestly, I, I have to give thanks to my music teacher, Perrin, because I, it's very easy for me to like to express doubt and to live in that world of doubt. Very easy. Like I said, this past couple weeks, trying to learn these music programs. I'm like, what am I doing? What did I jump into? Oh my God. And, and seeing other, like watching people, you know, put their live streams up, killing it and doing amazing and being like, ah, I have so much to learn and getting discouraged. And then on the flip side, like if I bring that talk to my music teacher, he'll, he'll just be like, shut the fuck up. You're li- like, he'll literally tell yeah, me to I'll shut the I'll fuck up. I'll do the same fucking thing. I'll just say shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And he'll be like, you're living, you're letting your doubt create you're letting it take over and like he has been such a positive influence of like if, if I'm like I, I haven't been able to figure this out I can't he's like you will he's like don't say you have you won't do something he's like you're gonna do it and like very encouraging and that's been helpful now, see, um, I love hearing that but I think, yeah. I, think you, I think you might have misunderstood my, my question what's that I said is it weird or did you have to learn how to be around this many dudes all the time oh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I definitely, I have my moments where, especially when we're on the road or we're with each other for a long time, where I will like a switch, like the first light of Firefly, where like I just had a, <laughs> like a, a snap. I was like, no, get away from me. and like freaked out. Um, but no, for, I mean, for the most part, it's, we've all spent so much time together that like, Not I think we know how to read each other. There's, there's all, we also have a lot of ladies that are around a lot too, between men oh, and like, like when have- Allie comes on the road, it is like a blessing for me yeah. because I'm just like, yay, like another woman. Well, um, you know what? We've I- actually, we've actually had, we actually have like, I mean, between Allie and Bree Judge is always around. Yeah. And, like, you know, like we, you know, we, we go uh, down down south. Alina's there and stuff. We 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 have a, a a lot of people. We don't we don't really give a fuck who you are as long as you want to work and and you're down. We 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 got everybody. Yeah. Um, but I mean, honestly, it's been like, it's been seven years. I'm, I'm used to like dealing with you turds. So yeah, we're basically, we're basically siblings <laughs> at this point. The, the interesting thing, the thing that I really had to figure out how to work with was the long car drive uh, Well, <laughs> because yeah. I'm, I'm a sound, like I'm very over easily overwhelmed by a lot of noise, especially with people like chewing loud. Like it brings out a rage <laughs> inside of my body. Who are um, we talking wh- about here? Whistling. <laughs> constant tapping no i i do i i feel bad because like shane will be sitting next to me and he'll be like eating something and then i'll just like he'll he'll feel me like kind of like look at him he's like i can't chew any softer okay significant others i'm pretty sure everybody's got their thing that the other one's looking at him like you know i could nail you to the wall right now but this is across the board like somebody's chewing loud i like i want to like stab them in the throat me too wait is that a real thing for you oh, oh my god i like I I don't know if you ever noticed, but when we go out to eat with a band, I try to position myself a certain way so I don't have to be near people chewing with their mouth open because it really does make me see red. <laughs> well, like I'm very weird with people and food. Like I I have a deathly fear of this, not fear, but a hatred, and like it's a trigger thing for me of people eating apples. The sound of people eating apples makes me legitimately want to light a building on fire. Yeah, I get that. Apple apples a trigger for me with other people, but I can eat an apple myself. But I try I to can't. like cut it up so I can get past that. But like, yeah, just a lot of like a lot of noise and outside stimulus. I'm just like I will 
I'm going to burn something down. Um, and something with like long car rides, like, a, a, you know, a car ride to Nashville is what, 13 hours? If you're lucky. <laughs> so my like actual little compromise, because Jimmy and I usually, we usually rock, you know, the I was just going to say, who are we talking about here? <laughs> well, no, my newest thing is in general, like even when we practice, when you guys are all like noodling around on your guitar and everybody's playing something different, if you like, ever notice, I'm just going to, I'm kind of like, I have because it's too. It's just like overwhelming. I don't know if you um, know this. But I fucking know, Erica. I know when you're not happy. And I <laughs> um, but and Jimmy, our vivacious and lovely and intelligent and hilarious drummer, That's is a very. He's just a loud, boisterous person, and in the, and he's very exciting. You know, he's just kind of like ah, he's always happy, and that's like great for the who first. Got into the coffee grounds. Yeah, and for the <laughs> first. Like me, I gotta be. That's probably me. Yeah, but you mellow out. You're mellow on the road. But Jimmy's so excited. And, like, for the first couple hours, it's fun because my energy's there. And then after, I'm like, I'm not – I can't keep up. So it actually worked out because we really, like, bonded over podcasts. So we're the podcast car. And um, we have a blast. Like, all blast in that car. Because we'll be listening about serial killers and aliens and all this crazy stuff. And so, like, Jimmy, that's that's my driving buddy now. So I've well, learned actually, to adapt. I was just going to say, well, this has been fucking spectacular. You kind of gave me a natural segue out there because yeah. you brought up aliens. Erica's going to go dive into the fact that aliens are real for the next, like, seven hours. <laughs> they are real. I know. The government confirmed it today. <laughs> Erica, any last words? Um, You're coming back on the podcast, so you don't have to do anything that deep and, like, profound. Just continue to stay safe and, um, I don't know, create – Eat a lot of food, learn a new hobby, watch smoke bad drugs. movies. Smoke drugs. Watch bad movies. I heard um, smoke drugs. I don't know. Smoke drugs. I don't know. I got no words of wisdom. Just stay safe. When you said continue to do, I was like, why don't you just say keep on keeping on? Because that's basically what you're you're trying to find like an like an artistic keep way. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Um, Erica, I will obviously talk to you. I don't know, the next, like, half an hour. I'm sure uh, you'll ask to Skype every night this week, so <laughs> I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Only only late night around, like, 4 a.m., <laughs> you know, see what's up. I don't know. Uh, I love you very much, love and um, guys, fuck you guys. I love you. Bye. Bye.